Greetings, UECP family, and also welcome to our guests who are joining us for the first time. Today, the title of my message is, Who is Jesus? Part 2. Yes, I'm doing a, a two-part series on Who is Jesus? And ngayon ko lang din nalaman na two-part series siya. Last week, I shared to us uh, two things about who is Jesus. I shared about uh, Jesus is the door and that Jesus is the good shepherd. Now, when I said Jesus is the door, I meant that he's the only way to heaven and there is no other way. And a good thing about preaching two weeks in a row, you get to add on to what you spoke about. You know, a friend messaged me and I thought it was worth sharing uh, today what my friend said. He said, there are also other reasons why people uh, do not want to enter the door. Not only because they are ashamed of their sin, but the worst is they don't see themselves sinful. Or some know they are sinful, but choose not to enter the door because they don't want to give up on their lifestyle. Because a lot of us, we seek pleasure rather than the truth. Jesus cares, Jesus loves us, and Jesus knows us. And he uh, is there to guide us through whatever we are going through. So today we continue on that two-part series on who is Jesus. And today I'd like to start with the topic of death. Death. Death is real, and according to statistics on the World Economic Forum, around 150,000 people die each day. 150,000. And this is a graph that I will, a uh, picture that I will show you. According to this picture, the five uh, top um, illnesses that people die of each day are the following you know, the cardiovascular disease, the heart, cancer respiratory diseases, and dementia. So each day, around 150,000 people die. And of course today, adding COVID into it, we don't know actually how many people are dying each day because the numbers are still going up. But according to WHO, there are around 600,000 deaths already. Okay, for the whole duration of this COVID pandemic. And of course, this will continue to go up. And another statistic that is, I think, um, interesting, how many people die uh, each day in each country? No, they also have that statistic, China, number one, 28,000 because of the big population. India, USA, Russia, Brazil, than Germany. I was checking for the Philippines. Wala tayo sa top 10. Okay? You know, but death is something we cannot escape. Our time will come. You know, my time will come. You know, uh, our brother Noel's time will come. Okay? Our sister at the AA, her time will come. The question is, when it comes, are we ready? Are we 100% sure of what we believe in? So who is Jesus? Jesus said 
I am the resurrection and the life. This is what Jesus said. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. So please open uh, your Bibles to John 11. We're going to look from John 11, verse 1 to 27. We're going to go through it. And we're going to learn today uh, about who is Jesus. Who is Jesus? In verse 1, it says, Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So, when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Now, in these uh, verses from 1 to 6, it shows us two things about Jesus. First, it shows us that Jesus is the Good Shepherd because he knows his sheep. He knows Lazarus, he knows Mary, he knows Martha. And second thing, it shows us that Jesus delayed his time before going to see Lazarus. You see, Lazarus was very sick. He was dying. And Mary and Martha were, uh, were desperate, so they sent a message to Jesus. And yet, Jesus delayed. Jesus didn't go immediately. Okay? He stayed for two more days. And the reason for Jesus staying, he said in verse 4, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so that the Son of Man may be glorified through it. Now, some of us might be thinking, you know, hindi ba dapat pumunta na si Jesus agad? Hindi ba dapat Jesus went to save his friend, the friend who he loves? But you know, oftentimes we equate a delay as Jesus not loving us. Uh, example, we don't get the answer that we want to our prayers right now. We equate it to Jesus not loving us. We don't get the baby that we pray for right now. We equate that Jesus doesn't love us. When we pray for protection for our family, and yet we still get COVID, we equate it to Jesus not loving us. Have you ever felt that Jesus was not listening to your prayers? You know, many of us, we feel that sometimes. But we have to believe that Jesus can be trusted. Jesus is never late. He is always right on time. You see, Jesus' delays are greater opportunities for His glory to be displayed. His delays are greater opportunities for His glory to be displayed. You see, the death of Lazarus was an opportunity for Jesus to show His divine power for the glory of God. That they might all believe, all the disciples, Sila Mary, Sila Martha, and even Lazarus himself might know the power and glory of Jesus Christ. He delayed, but there was something bigger in store. So God doesn't always act on our time schedule. You know, He doesn't always act on our time schedule. 
His timing isn't our timing. We have to understand that. His timing isn't our timing. So don't judge God's love for you based on what you can or can't see in the immediate moment. So don't judge God's love towards you and me because believe me, He loves us. He is worthy of our trust. He is worthy of our trust. So I'd like to ask us uh, today this question. What situation or circumstance are you going through right now? What are you going through right now? Where he is asking you to trust him even though he appears to be silent. Even though he appears to be silent. And second, how can I grow in my faith through this? How can, I grow, how can I grow in my faith through this circumstance that I'm going through? <clears throat> in verse 7, I'd like to continue. It says, Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. So the disciples said, The disciples said, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you. And are you going there again? So you see, the disciples were um, afraid. No? They were saying, Jesus, are you sure? Gusto natin bumalik doon? Di ba? Parang papatayin pa lang tayo. They wanted to stone us. But actually, the reason that the disciples were discouraging Jesus to go back was they were really afraid for their own lives. They were afraid that they will get stoned, that they will suffer, that they will die. So they were really discouraging Jesus. Wag na lang. Wag na tayo pumunta. So Jesus speaks in a parable. In verse 9 to 10, Jesus answered, Okay, <clears throat> Are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. Now, what did Jesus mean here? He says, are there not 12 hours in a day? Now, what was he talking about? Jesus' mention of the 12 hours of light refers to the limited time that Jesus will accompany his disciples in the flesh. He was not going to stay long on earth. It will be for only a few hours, and after that, his time will be up. So Jesus compares his time on the earth Today and the time following his death and resurrection tonight. So the parable means as long as Jesus was in the world, he was the light of the world. Therefore, the disciples had nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. I know a lot of people um, would say that living in the Philippines is a very uh, dangerous place to live in. No, I, I, re, I saw a statistics that goes, we're in the top 10 most dangerous countries to live in right now. But the reality is, even if you live in Iceland or New Zealand, which are the top two safest places to stay in today, it will be safer to stay in the Philippines if God calls you to live here. Again, the reality is even if you stay in the two safest places in the world, 
right now. But if God calls you to live here, then you'll be safe, okay? There is no safer place to be than in the will of God and doing His work. Again, there's no safer place to be than in the will of God and doing His work. <clears throat> in verse 11, it says, After saying these things, He said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Diba? Ang point nila, tulog lang, diba? So magigising din yan. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. And for your sake, I am glad that I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So, Thomas called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go that we may die with him. So, Jesus tells his disciples, Let us now go, okay? And we will um, awaken our friend Lazarus. Now, in verse 17, when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Okay? Now, this mention of four days actually was significant in his time because in the Jewish rabbinical teaching of uh, the time held that a person's spirit lingered around the dead body for three days. So for three days, yung spirit na nandyan pa. Okay? And, or until the body's uh, decomposition sets in. So the Lord did this miracle to eliminate the possibility that someone might attempt to explain that buhay pa talaga siya. So he did it on the fourth day. Kasi meron nga silang belief na pag within three days, pwede pa siyang mabuhay. So Jesus came on the fourth day so that people will believe that it is you know, by the power of God. Now in verse 18, it says, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So, when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. <clears throat> Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. So you see, the family of Mary and Martha was well-loved and well-known, and many people came to mourn and pay their respects. And I think this was all in the plan of Jesus. The more people who will see this miracle, the more people uh, who would uh, give glory to God. So Jesus said to her in verse 23, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Now, you see, Martha missed the point. Okay? She thought Jesus was talking about the resurrection in the end times. But Jesus was talking about raising him right now. Now, Jesus said to her, 
I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Again, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? And she said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. Now, what did Jesus mean that I am the resurrection and the life? Jesus' point here was that he is the source of the resurrection and eternal life. No one else has this ability. Jesus is what people need today. Jesus asserted here that he has the power to raise people from the dead and give them life, and no other mortal could ever make this statement. You see, raising the dead is something only God is capable of. Jesus raises the dead because he is the resurrection. resurrection. Jesus not only gives resurrection and life, he is resurrection and life. I'd like to share a quote from John Piper. John Piper said, Our ultimate hope is not simply to be with Christ in immaterial existence, but to have resurrected bodies. He was with God in the beginning, came to earth to live, died on the cross, and was raised to life. He now sits at the right hand of the Father. Jesus is eternal, which is what we become in him, which is what we become in him. <clears throat> Jesus also said, whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. What does this mean? Jesus was saying, if you put your faith in him, in Jesus Christ, if you believe in him, 100%. Even if we die physically, our physical body dies, okay, we will live spiritually forever in heaven. That is what Jesus means. That if you put your faith in Jesus, even if you die physically, you will live spiritually forever in heaven. So the principle here is Jesus' resurrection makes the way for eternal life. Jesus' resurrection makes the way for eternal life. So when Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, he was claiming to be the source of both. There is no resurrection apart from Christ and there is no eternal life apart from Christ. There's no resurrection apart from Christ and there's no eternal life apart from Christ. So Jesus ends his statement Asking Martha, does she believe this? Does she believe this? So Jesus is asking Martha if she believes that he is the one who grants eternal life and has the power to resurrect the dead. This was the question of Jesus to Martha. And Martha answered, yes, you are Lord. Meaning, what did she mean? She meant that you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. Then she said, you are the Son of God meaning Jesus is God himself. And she said, you have come into the world 
meaning you descended from heaven and came to live as a man. <clears throat> Today, I ask you a very important question that only you can answer. Do you believe Jesus is who he says he is? Do you believe that Jesus is who he says he is? Either you do or you don't. Neither changes the truth of who he is. But they do have a direct effect on whose you are, on whose you are. This question is a very personal question. You can fake it. You can tell people, I believe. But deep down, if you don't believe, then that's up to you. But it does not change who Jesus is. But believing there is a heaven won't save you. And believing in a resurrection won't save you too. The problem is this. We are all dead in our sin. The only way is to believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. It is having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. There's a message for each one of us today. We all have the same problem. We're all sinners and we're all going to die. Everyone gets old. Okay, just look at the mirror. Your once handsome face is now wrinkled and old. You once had many hair. Now, you see, the older you get, the lesser the hair. Everyone gets old and the reality is everyone dies. No one lives forever in this world. Kobe Bryant died. Naya Rivera died. Mother Teresa died. Ravi Zacharias died. Everyone's time will come. I tell us not to scare us, but to wake us up. Because everyone dies, even the most powerful, the most intelligent, the most successful, the most educated, Every single person who is recording with me here right now, we will all die one day. And everyone listening to me at their own places, your time will also come. You see, death can strike anytime. We can vanish in a moment. We have such great plans, um, and yet death can crush them. We can have hopes and dreams and death can squash them in a moment. You see, death is the great equalizer. No one can escape it. So what is death like? All right, I like to share this verse that tells us what is death like. It says, we must all die. We are like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. This is so true. When you have a cup and the water spills, Okay, you can't do anything about it. When the water spills on the ground, it's the end. When your cup is empty, it's your time. Once the cup is empty and the water is spilled on the ground, then our time is up. Death is a powerful enemy. It comes for all of us. But my friends, there is one still more powerful than death. And Jesus says, 
I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. There is one who is still more powerful than death, and that is Jesus Christ. So in Jesus is life, and outside of Jesus, there is only death. So who is Jesus? To end uh, our series for the past two weeks, who is Jesus? Jesus is the door. Okay? He is the only way to heaven. Jesus is the good shepherd. He laid down his life for you, and he knows us one by one. And third, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. He is the source of bodily resurrection and eternal life. Jesus' resurrection makes the way for eternal life. May the Lord bless you and have a nice week.